When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Phone Box Podcast with me, Emma Conway. I hope you're well. I'm looking out the window. And no word of a flipping lie, it's 2.57 when I'm recording this, it's already getting dark. It's already getting dark. I've got a snuggly blanket in front of me, which I'm going to put on as soon as I stop recording this, because it's cold. It's cold and it's dark. We have reached peak Britishness talking about weather and it being dark. That's just what it is now, until maybe May. That's what we're experiencing. Thanks so much for your love on the Tracy Beaker episode. It was brilliant to talk to Danny Harmer. And also, thanks if you're taking part on the polls on the Phone Box podcast. Instagram account, we do one every week. I think the common bin bag won best Halloween prop of the 1990s. Because in a bin bag, you could be a witch, you could be a vampire, you could be a zombie, you could be anything your heart desired in a bin bag in the 90s. It's all we, it's all we had going for us. Also... This episode is about musicals. I'm wondering if it's niche or I'm wondering (laughs) if it's a universal experience. I'm not saying there wasn't much to do in the 90s, but I spent a lot of time pretending I was the narrator from Joseph's and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's what I was doing. Graduated onto Les Mis with Michael Ball, of course, the icon and the legend. But that's what I was doing. And you lot wrote in, as in, like, sent me a direct message. I like to think you're you're sending me penmanship, but no, it was a direct message on Instagram telling me the musicals you wanted us to talk about, so we touch on those. And I'm doing this episode with the wonderful podcaster, Steph Douglas. She also has an amazing business called Don't Buy Her Flowers. I will leave links in the descriptions to all her stuff. And she, like me, is a musicals expert. Do either of us have any qualifications in musicals? No. No. Was she once a bit part in Annie and was I once a bit part in Greece? Yes. And that is all the qualifications you need to talk about it. So enjoy this podcast and I'll see you at the end for a chat. Hello, Steph. 
and welcome to the phone box podcast hello hello we've already we've already had a 40 minute catch up <laughs> every week I, I do it like I pretend that people have just turned up but I've been talking for about two hours um <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a different podcast I'm going to ask you a few of our normal questions and then we're going to discuss musicals oh my god because we're both musical gals I feel like I should have gend up on musicals, but I think it's in it's in my bones. I think it's okay. You are the Elaine page to my Barbara Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. We need to do like a bit of back to back. Wasn't it good? Oh, so good. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. First of all, um, what year was it when you were 14? It was 1995. I think that's a great year. It was a great year. And do you know what? I'm trying to work out what year it was and what I was doing when I was 14. I went to Smash Hits Pole Winners Party. So bad then. Who was, oh my God, was Take That On? Take That Minus, Robbie, oh. we're on. So okay. what was ridiculous is my parents allowed, so me and my best mates, who are still my best mates, we went to Smash It Pole Winners. We got a coach from Siren Sester in Gloucestershire. Oh, lovely. But that took 50 hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were there at six in the morning. We got a coach. Then we had to get the tube yeah. to wherever the thing was. Yeah. I don't even um on our own. Just a group of 14-year-old girls. We had sheets that we turned into banners with Stroud girls written on it. Oh. <laughs> like we love, and we'd put some of whoever was there. Yeah, 95. So it was a big year of like freedom. That could have been the last year take that we're on, you know. Mark. Cleaned up. Best haircut, obviously, hands down. Yeah, most fancy of all, all that. Uh, Robson Green was the best TV actor. Oh, man. Bon Jovi was best rock act, but I think, I think there was, was only one rock be, act. Exactly. <laughs> Boys Own, best new act. New. Yeah, fair, fair. Take that. Oh, uh, it was presented by Andy Peters and Danny Bear. Danny and also, Bear. listen to this. Worst, oh, sad loser of 1995. Who do you reckon? Me. <laughs> Robbie Williams. Oh, because he left. Because he'd left. So they did never forget and yeah. everything. And Eternal. No, no, it wasn't Eternal. It was Louise was there. Louise Nerdy. Oh, Eternal were there because she'd left. Yeah, them. Louise. We and we managed to, again, I don't know where our parents were or what coach we were getting. We must have got like the first and last coaches of the day. We managed to go backstage <gasps> and ch- chased after the vans leaving. <gasps> and my friend Lissy, like attached herself to Louise Nerding, yeah. as she was, yeah. uh, uh, bam. It was just, it was so exciting. The scream, it was the first, I think it was the first concert I went yeah, to. Yeah, and the proper... screams are so loud. It's like in your body. Oh my, oh, it was so loud. Because it's just a load of 14-year-old girls. Basically. Me and Stephen were talking about Robson and Jerome the other day. And we were like, wasn't that a real <laughs> funny time in history? Awesome. <laughs> I think I might have had them <laughs> I like and soldier soldier. Yeah, but they were so popular. But if you looked at them in nowadays, they would not be as popular. It just looks like two dads singing. It is because they were quite old, were they not? I bet if we Google it now, they'll be like they will be much younger than we are now. In their twenties, <laughs> we're like they're really old. Mm. Um, that was a funny. T- oh, that is a great year. Ninety five and ninety six, I think, were the best. They're my favorite of the nineties. Yes, because then 96 was turning like 15, 16 and then getting into more fun stuff. Yeah. But I was I was going clubbing at 14. I think 14 is split really clearly in two halves, which one was like still a bit teeny bopper for me. And then the second half was like, oh, hang on, we can get into the local 
club, the maltings, and snog like the boys were a bit older and all that. We, I was definitely clubbing when I was 14. I wasn't drinking alcohol, to be fair. I made my fake ID, which said I was a, um, a, I belonged to the Mosley. 73. (laughs) It said I I belonged to the Mosley Gun Club. And it had like a cartoon drawing of a man holding um, a gun with um, a golden retriever. <laughs> People are like, it's let her in. I did mine from my German exchange little green paper passport yeah. that you got your school on. And I doctored the date. They didn't care. They must have howled me... with laughter when we were coming in. With all... They didn't care no. though, did they? Because no, there's no way you could have looked at it and gone, oh, legitimately. <laughs> I mean, in the picture, I was 12 or something. You're like, come on. They're just like, get in, go go on. Come on, love. Yeah, it was fun though, wasn't it? I, not that I would would uh, like Erin to do it, because that'd be her doing it next year. <gasps> Shit, it would, wouldn't wow. it? Oh, so I, so yeah, Buster is all he's just about to turn 13. No, but the boys weren't though. That was what was so. We, our gang at school was the girls and the boys, they're like lads, but the we at 14, 15 could get to the club. So we'd meet up with them, drink some cider in the park, and they'd be like, right, we're going now. And they couldn't get into yeah, anything. That's true. <laughs> we just went without the boys the, couldn't. I went to an all girls school anyway, but yeah, we just went. And some of the moms were dropping us off. Not my mom, to be fair. Some of the moms were just cursing. I knew. Kirsten's we mom yeah. was dropping us off, picking us up. Yeah. Are we having a right old, a right old laugh? Okay. So, where were you in the hierarchy of school? Steph, I imagine you two have been cool. Well, no, not really. So, at 11, I was uh, really into drama and mime and debating society. So, I was in all the class. Mime. I know. Mime is always the one that everyone goes, Oh, interesting. So I did loads of after school clubs. I was quite geeky. I'd gone to a really little primary school and then went to a massive comprehensive. So didn't know what like getting off with someone was and had to sort no. of sit there while everyone's talking about it going, oh, God, yeah. I'd never touched a boy or no. um so I was really geeky and dramary and that was my thing. But my mates that I made in the first and second year of secondary school there's a group of us now there's six of us so some came and went from that group but who are still my who are my bridesmaids my oldest best mates does the same work with me um so I was really lucky because we found each other yeah really young but we weren't cool like you had the girls who were the smoking going out with boys who had cars those ones who when you're that age they're the cool ones yeah we weren't that we were kind of relatively smart quite you know but we and we had this group of girls and this group of boys who were all really good mates and again who they were all at my wedding like so we we were lucky but I don't think we cared too much about what people thought so whether we were a bit geeky or whatever it didn't really matter that's nice though isn't yeah, it yeah oh like and it I, does tell you a lot about like with kids at secondary school now and you're kind of like who are their friends you want them to have nice friends like we yeah and we did we went to smash hits we went to Magaluf when we were 16 when we just finished our GCSEs again without parents and you're like but my mum's like but we knew you were all quite sensible I mean we smoked and drank but actually that was about all we were doing and we weren't like off shagging loads of boys or anything we were reasonable. no we went sensible. to Nuki when I was seven when we were 17 yeah we went to Nuki we obviously went to Sailors that's why I met Doug <laughs> I met Doug in Sailors in Nuki and we and it's still there I look like we I, I've been it's there it's I've not been to Sailors with the kids could you imagine go yeah. on kids I've walked past and I'm just what an absolute joy of a place meat, Sailors meat market yeah, it was. I'm sure loads of people listening to this will have been to sailors. It's an absolute rite of passage. Well, that is where I met my husband 17 years ago. <laughs> you need to, when you're 20, when you're on your 20th anniversary, go back. 
go back and can you play any of the old stuff (laughs) (laughs) what music was playing then 17 years ago was it christine regulera dirty early to yeah 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 it was early 2000s mid 2000s so it was all that it was um uh remixed to ignition now what is it yeah 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 a bit of garage oh also kooks and like a bit of indie stuff oh indie sailor sounds lovely yeah, well, I don't know if they played that in Sailors, but that when we got together, the Kooks mm. album was the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Sailors, we have, some of my team haven't been to Sailors and we came up the other day and we were like, we need to go, we need a Nookie trip. You, could you imagine the horror of being in Sailors? We would be so old. We'd be all in our 40s, yeah. We Because you know when you were young and you used to go clubbing, there'd always be a couple who were well older, just bopping around, but, 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 like off their faces. Yeah. That would be us. <laughs> that would, that would be us. They'd be like, oh my gosh, look at them. But you know what? We'd be living our best life. Um, What was your bedroom like? I had yellow walls and blue carpet, which I think is fairly standard yeah. for the 90s. I had a sofa bed, but it was one of those ones that's flat on the floor and it folds out. That's exactly what I had. Exactly what I had. Right. So your mates could all sleep in there. And as we got later into my, when I was 14, my carpet, I reckon you could have sucked Malibu out of it and got pretty pissed because, because I, so I lived in the center of town in Stroud and I was fourth of six kids. So by the time it got to me, my parents were fairly relaxed. Yeah. And so everyone came to my, like everyone would come to mine because also we were in town and we'd be in my room with our Malibu and our vodka lemonade and whatever else. And it'd be sloshing everywhere. And we always had two hours to get ready. We needed two hours, which is ludicrous. Getting ready. Um, so, but the carpet must have been rancid. Because it was blue, nobody knew. And it would have been mottly because in the 90s, everything was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. mottly so that it didn't show the dirt. All of filth hiding yeah. the dirt. That's quite, I feel like we need to bring blue carpet back so I don't have yeah. to vacuum so much. It seems yeah. like it's a dream. And then I had a big hi-fi system, you know, the, um, nice. yeah, you've got to have, I think it was probably an Alba one from Argos. Oh, what what colour was it? Would it, it, was been a, mine was... it was black. Just black. Mine was like beige Ooh. with like oh. pink buttons and stuff. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Actually, I actually wish I still had that now because it was real nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And what posters did you have up? I don't know that I think I had. I remember there were some Jelly Babies posters, like cartoon Jelly Babies saying, yeah, it's probably like the equivalent of Live, Laugh, Love. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff on there. I didn't really Um, have bands. I've got quite, well, which we'll probably find out, I've got quite an eclectic, music taste so I loved old music like I really liked Sinatra <laughs> so he died when I was 18 and in my car my first car I had a Sinatra duet tape that I used to listen to and were you definitely duet were you duetting him oh yeah he's got lovely harmonies <laughs> and I would have but I also really liked R&B really liked like a bit of indie like Oasis if you put on Champagne Supernova yeah. or something now I'd just be like oh my god the Alanis Morissette, we went to see her. Oh, my. Me and my sister went to see her last year. It was incredible because she did, it was the Jagged Little Pill tour. You know, like, don't give me any of your new novels. No, I want, no, I want it. I don't want to hear that. She did the Jagged Little Pill album and me and my sister just stood and sang 
like holding hands, eyes shut, the whole thing. It was incredible. And she, did she do it in order? Uh, I don't think it was, but you know every song. Because if she did it in order. Every I'd... word, every oh, note. Every... And she was amazing. And also she's only like a couple of years older than us. You know, like, oh, she was really young. She's got, a, she, she talked about her kids. She'd had kids slightly later, but she still had like a four or five-year-old or something. And I was like, wait a minute. I would have thought she was like in her 50s or 60s. She I was bet, 18, she, 19 yeah. when she wrote Jagged Little Pill. Oh. And it was all about the awful music industry men who'd like taken her for granted. It's stuff. such a good album, that is. That is, uh, I used to scream. Oh, yeah, God, she didn't scream. I still listen to it all the time. Ironic, whenever it comes yeah. on. Oh, oh, my God. But then the kids are like, none of this is ironic. And I'm like, well, that's, you, stop it. You're spoiling the song. They're just like, it's just bad things. I'm like, oh, shut up. You don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, that was really good. But yeah, so I liked a bit of indie, a bit of pop. Still loved it. Was when Spice Girls, Girls came out, I did love them. And I saw Mel C at Beastable the other week. Yeah. She was amazing. And she did do some Spice Girls, which again made me happy. Um, but the, I was like, oh, I was naming all her songs before she came on. And the girls were like, are you a massive Mel C fan? I was like, I think I just loved yeah. anything to do with Spice Girls. So all I had all their solo albums. I just like followed them because I was just like, they, what they did was pretty incredible. It's very short amount of time. They had some, Jerry Halliwell, look mm-hmm. at me. That's a cracking mm-hmm. song. Uh, uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine, our song together was, baby, when you're gone. <laughs> she did that. She was like, I'm in love. Oh, they're um, great. Her energy. I can't hear it without uh, wanting to be sick because I think of it. Yeah. Her six pack <laughs> as well. OMG, she is ripped. Who was your favourite member of the Spice Girls? I did quite like Posh, which I is... And Jerry. I dyed my front bits of my hair blonde, bleached <gasps> them, just with, like, bleach, bleach, which was not a great idea. But Jerry... Did it look good? No. Terrible. We had to put... Up, me and my friend did it, and we had to wear a French plaque because it was the only thing that slightly hid it. <laughs> so it... I love Jerry. I did love Jerry. But I was sad when she left... But then avidly oh, watched so like sad. the documentary and then following her solo Gosh, stuff. Yeah. She's so good. And now she's just ever so posh, isn't she? I don't get it. The white. Yeah. The wearing white thing is odd. And the co- I went to the reunion. I do yes, sound like a so weird I did fan. Well. No, but I went to that as well. I went to the reunion tour and she was in like gowns and you're like yeah. come on get your union jack yeah. neck on. i had one of those that was one of my favorite items of clothing i wore that in magaluf a union jack halter neck top. i wish you'd kept that with no bra because you no. need it could you imagine going out with no bra now no 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 they've no. been dragging on the floor in and magaluf be be dragging, picking up cigarettes and all sorts like, <laughs> like, bits of chewing gum on <laughs> all the end of it you wouldn't even notice because it's all numb <laughs> <laughs> okay so fashion so that's a fashion joyous outfit what about a fashion yeah. faux pas so I generally was quite and I was quite chubby up until I was 14 15 so I was that impacts your clothes because I remember when my mates would have like the tartan Rupert Bear trousers yeah and I had pu- some of them shorty crop top I never had any of that um but I did have a pair of baggy combat black trousers with tassels that steps wore in one of their of course yeah that, and I only wore them once and my whole family just completely fell apart and I never wore them again <laughs> and that was a weird purchase for me I wasn't a massive steps fan and I didn't really go for like big fashion things but they had tassels that went like long tassels yeah I can imagine that came from the hips 
I think they wore a pastel colour in one of their music videos. I feel like it's the way that you make me feel or something. It might have been, but they were dreadful. I got them from the market. Of course you did. I was thinking, that's not a top shop. That is a, we had a shop (laughs) called Go Bananas. You'd get that in Go Bananas. Did you have, did it have stuff for like a fiver? Like you'd go there to get your Friday night top. Yeah, 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 Go Bananas is an absolute classic. Or we had um, Oasis Market as well. You get stuff from there. That sounded to me like a Go Bananas pair of trousers. Awful. They were awful. And I I didn't. When you walked in, did they just laugh? Oh, I mean, they still do. So I work with my brother and <laughs> I've got a pair of leopard print trousers on today and I'll walk in and go, oh, hello. And it'll always, they've just- <laughs> I've got well, leopard print cycling shorts on. <laughs> you know, we'll have conference calls where we're with a client, like we're talking to someone. And once we've got to know them a bit better, I'll come on and I'll be wearing like a big gold chain or big gold hood. And like, oh, all right. Here, here she is, Mr. T. And you're like, oh, right. <laughs> He's my older brother. He can't help it. Mr. T is such a great reference because do you know what? I think that Stephen would say that to me if I walked in with a big gold chain. Or it's Jimmy Savile, but you wouldn't use that. Oh, Oh, jewelry, jewelry. Not in a business. Not in a business (laughs) meeting. Certainly not. He's a push, but yeah. Yeah, (laughs) she is Mr. T. Okay, you're on to talk about musicals because... I find that you love a musical. We both know the words to ridiculous songs. And I feel that musicals were really integral to me and my sister growing up. Did you used to perform them with your family? Yeah. So as I said, I'm one of six with three boys and three girls. What is funny now as adults, they all, including the boys who would have probably thought that they weren't that interested and didn't sit and watch Annie a million times, like me and my sister, who's called Annie, by the way would avidly watch and they know every word and Chaz's wife when they were first dating we he used to run a pub and we were at the pub and there was there was them and I had one of my mates there and we found a, a mutual love of Annie so we're just sitting there literally quoting lines because you know every single word every single word every dance routine every dance routine every little noise of that you know and so we're talking about it and I can't, we were trying to remember a line of a song and he walked past. He had two plates in his hand. He's serving someone and he's in the pub and he walked past. And one of us was saying, oh, what's the line from this? And he literally over his shoulder, just word for word, came out with this line and then carried on wa- working. And we were like, I was like, what a guy. Like, what <laughs> a guy. And Doug, and Doug, interestingly, is the same. So he had his mum and his sister who watched all these musicals. So knows every word. And is and it draws me to people. It like immediately gives me a connection with somebody. If that, yeah, it's in my blood. We get any, yeah. We get This just Annie for me is one of my absolute favorites. And I asked my listeners what musicals to chat about, and they did mention Annie. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So Annie was Annie was well up there. I loved it. I didn't want to be Annie though. I wanted to be um what's the name? I forgot her name. There's me saying it's blame the HRT Grace. the premenopause. What's the woman? The there's duet. Oh, I'll tell you what's the duet with Miss Hannigan and Daddy Warbucks in the bath, which I didn't really like when you were younger. And oh. little girls, little girls. You wanna <laughs> move to Buenos Aires. Hunger for the Argent. So they, Argent. Uh, but I was this is really tragic oh. as well. Again, when you're like, what were you like as a teenager? At 17, not 12, oh. not nine, <laughs> me and my best friend Lissy were in Annie at the Cotswold Playhouse Players, the local Amdram. Oh. And we were too old to be orphans, obviously. So we were star yeah. in the background. We were just in the chorus. I did have to do a solo yeah. from a song which is only in the yeah. stage version but I, yeah. but, the, but it's a character called a star oh, to be sometimes. just put that out there so I got picture that and we mm-hmm. were um boiling sisters so that was <gasps> I know yeah we had to do a little dance and everything and where we were but I was 17 and all my mates came pissed obviously and they're like like Larry um but yeah it was we loved it Absolutely loved it. And Daddy Warbucks had a oh, I'd love to have been a boiling sister. So, so my my family still <laughs> go on about Daddy Warbucks. Annie! I love it. I love Miss Hannigan. Annie, I just M I double S I double S I double P I. I couldn't spell it if I hadn't watched Annie. I wouldn't know how to spell it. Good. I loved it. It's one of my favourites. A lot of people also mentioned. Joseph, we're going to set the colour okay. dream coat specifically. Joseph yeah, Lundgren, I went to see thoughts. it. I think I went to see it with Philip Schofield in it. <laughs> so many comments. I know. Um, so and I did love it. Chance. And also Jason, he had actual chart hits with those musical songs. Any dream will do. So that yeah. was a good one. But it wasn't like my favourite, but I, you know, the, the thing is we had loads of musical no. albums, like compilation albums. So there were there's loads of random songs from musicals that I know that I wouldn't have been able to tell you the storyline or the anything, but we just had them on in the car. It was Tell Me on a Sunday one of them. Don't write Yes, them. of course it was. <laughs> and um, Perfect Year, Dina Carroll singing Perfect Year. And when the first Christmas that Doug came to my parents, he walked in, he got there late and my mum was on the table with it, and I was with her with a spatula and an apron singing a perfect year on the kitchen. I couldn't tell you what a perfect year is from, but I bring out the old ringing. I don't know, I don't know what it's from, but I know every single word. It's a word, yeah. It was a classic. Okay, so Joseph wasn't one of your faves. I did want to be the narrator. I no. liked her short hair. I've said it before and I'll say it again. She looked <laughs> phenomenal. Okay, Greece. And I want to start off with the discussion. Okay. Did you prefer Grease 1 or Grease 2? I preferred Grease 1. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I, I, is that because of Michelle Pfeiffer, purely? It's because Grease 2 had very dirty, rude songs in. <laughs> Have you watched it recently? It's so what do you mean? I'm always watching I, it. I, I watched it a few months ago and was like, 
oh, like the bit where they're in the bunker and he's Let's trying do to it for basically our country. molest her. Yeah, and lie to her so that she'll have sex with him. Mm, I don't think it would be made it now. Wouldn't. But Michelle Pfeiffer is still <sighs> fit in it. She is incredible the bit on the ladder oh. where she's at the top of the ladder cool ladder she's so sexy and ha- and what i would like to know is how did she maintain that given that the rest of the film is a cheese fest and the people in it are really cheesy everything's cheesy not bad i didn't say it's bad but there's a lot of cheese michael come on he's not he's not a uh, your front runner for a half yeah, but lorna luft was judy garland well is judy garland's daughter and you can't take that away from her Okay, all right. We've got to give her that. And also, these people were probably in their 40s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. a... Yeah, playing 15-year-olds. <laughs> Same with Grease 1. But Michelle Fiverr in it is so incredible. I love Grease 2. I'd like the... Um, I'm going to do... Um... I'll be yours in winter. Oh, God, don't. I could just do the whole... <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is good. Um, I'm going to do a vote, and I want people to let me know if they prefer Grease 1 or Grease 2. I think Grease 1 shall win. Why do you prefer Grease 1? I just watched it so much. Like, that is another one where I you could give me a line from it and I'd tell you the next line. Like, it's... And it's in my blood. And also, I quote a lot of these films that we've already talked about. I think I quote probably at least once a day. I'll say a line from a film. And Doug usually... And then I'll go, what film's that? And he'll know, which makes me really happy. Um, yeah. But yeah, and they're just in my vocabulary, which is so weird because you're like, this is... Well, I'm 42, so this is like 35 years of just remembering these pointless lines. I just love it. John Travolta was so He gorgeous. is. And, if, and again, I think that's another one. If you watch it now, you're like, oh, no, he is beautiful. So beautiful. So gorgeous. Yeah. Do you know what? A lot of them, they were, they were all all right. And Rizzo, yeah, was she 37 when she was in it? Sure. I love- <laughs> but she was I so love great. her. Her song's a great one for belting out yeah. on your own. Um, yeah. she's good. Yeah, all of them are good. Oh, she's just I just love Grease One. I love Grease One, but Grease Two just pips it for me because I did do it quite a lot of school. Now, this is a musical I absolutely hate. So I'd be interested on your thoughts on cats. I hate it. So it's I quack. know I don't think I've ever like watched, I don't know the whole thing. Don't. I know a lot of the song and so I used to go oh, to, I used banger. to go to singing lessons. So I went to piano lessons, never practiced. And then the teacher was like, would you like to do singing instead? So I did singing lessons. So I'd go and sit Ooh. awkwardly in someone's house. It was in her house, the lessons, and she'd play piano and I'd sing along. And we used to do that. There's some high notes in there and I'm not... So high. I can I can hold a tune, but I'm not a singer. There's Magical Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah. That's another song yeah. from Cats. So Cats, me, Mom and Claire went to see it. And Andrew Lloyd Webber, if you listen, I'm sorry, it's crap. It's crap. And the cats stay on in the break and it's orcs and you're just looking at this cat and you're like, ooh, I want to eat my ice cream. There's a cat on the stage. No, it made no sense. There's no plot. I haven't seen the new one. No, as I said, there's quite a few Andrew Lloyd Webber that I know... The bangers, I but again because the compilation albums, but I haven't seen yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. So I got really mixed. Even though I know they're good true musicals, I don't know them. Just not the ones for you like Phantom, no. because lest we forget, um, what's what's his name? I keep thinking him for Michael Frank Spencer. That's Ball. not his real name. Oh Michael, not Crawford. Who's no Michael? Crawford. Michael Ball, one step at a time. Ba-dum, bum, bum. He also was in the... He was in, um, Michael Crawford. Yeah, you're right. Some mothers do have him. Some mothers do have him. And then he was like an absolute banger with Phantom of the Opera, top of the charts. Yeah. Arthur There's Fates. a few of those. Yeah. Michael Ball was love. 
Love changes, love changes everything, everything, which I think yeah. is what Dina Carroll songs from, actually. Aspects of love. Oh, where she go? I haven't it's seen it. Okay. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Fame. Did you like it? Oh, my God. Fame was so good. I don't think I've ever watched that one either. I know. I know. We need to rectify it immediately. It will be because, so we had a Betamax. Do you yeah. know who that is? Yeah, of course. I'd my dad, my dad became a vicar in later life. He was a solicitor and they had a Betamax video recorder thing that they shared between the partners in the solicitor office and we'd have it every third week. So every third week, <laughs> you know, like, that sounds like we were really poor. Like, and I get, it's just eighties, isn't it? Yeah. So this Betamax would go around, but also there's very limited higher that you could get for the Betamax because it never really took off so I guess whatever I know it must have been what was available on that and the fame 80s. didn't make it you do need fame to maybe watch wasn't there. you do need to watch fame it is okay. very good it's it's All very right. depressing but then a lot of musicals and talking about depressing lame is we both love it I'd never again I knew some of the songs I'd yeah. never seen it until I met Doug and when I met Doug he was like oh. when we're getting to know each other I've seen it seven times <laughs> <laughs> oh hello big fan so he would have been what 25 26 year old rugby playing man he'd seen Les Mis seven times and he sent me so he was playing rugby in Italy when we first met and he sent me tickets for me to go and see Les Mis with someone and I went and saw it and I when bring him home kicked off oh, I was gosh. like I think this man loves me because you don't send someone Les Mis tickets unless no. you really I know. But so I now know every word. It's regularly on in the car. Doug knows every word. Every word. And, and again, it's another vocabulary. If we've got, if we're heading towards something exciting, happening, like a holiday or yeah. whatever, or something at work, we'll wake up and go, one day more. Oh, do they? Why wouldn't <laughs> the kids? The kids are just like, oh my God. Oh they don't my. seem to have, they haven't inherited it. Except for Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. They love. I know every single word. They absolutely, yeah. yeah. And Stephen. Do you love it? I love it. Stephen knows every word. The kids know every single word. And I'm like trying to get them on board the Lay Miz train. I'm like, it's a bit bit the same. And they're like, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. Mm, But we just have to keep playing it. I think it goes in your head if you just keep that music going all the time. I think my children and Stephen just block it to you it's making me want to go home tonight and crank on (laughs) a musical compilation but Hamilton we I took we took the big kids to go and see it not my youngest and it was their first sort of theatre-y apart from like Lion King and they loved it and they know they're they're better at learning words kids aren't they because oh god yeah they're doing the raps and all that. And I was just like, oh, and I have to pause it and try and try and learn them. Like, well, that's why we can remember Dina Carroll, A Perfect Year. True. We can't remember, I can't remember Stephen's phone number. Like I can yes. remember, I could, yeah. I can re- recite all of that. Uh, my dad loves Les Mis so much. And when it came to Birmingham mm. many, many years ago for the first time, they did yeah. a big opening night. Jasper Carrot was sat behind us. What a treat. Oh, my God. What Isn't he a real brummy? Is he a... Bur- oh, brummy legend. Brummy icon. My dad yeah. just cried the whole way through it with Jasper Carrot. Oh, it, it's a crier one. Is It is a like, this is so... Like I say, bring him home. And at the end... <gasps> I've seen it so many times. I saw it with Nick Jonas in it as well. Back, oh. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. I is it Alfie Bow? Is it Alfie Bow that always oh, gets gosh. wheeled out? Oh, yeah. He's, he's proper. Did you have the, um, I don't know if it was 25 years or 15 years, there was like a DVD of it and I used to watch that continuously, continuously no, all the time I in the 90s. And, to, and, the, and actually, the fil- there's the film version with Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I think we went to the cinema to watch that. 
and yeah. she's very good. We're but it's crying. still the original, the original, oh yeah, mm. it's the original soundtrack is the one that I, I prefer. But the other musical that really makes me cry is uh, Matilda. Modern day musical. Mati- I can't, look. When I grow up. Don't stop. Oh, please, you, gone. No, <laughs> I actually feel like I'm going to be physically sick. And the, and the kids are like, what's oh wrong God. with you? And mm. also, have you noticed that, you know, um, your leavers, leavers assemblies. Oh God, do they always play it? That's the one they make them fucking sing. So actually ours did uh, One Direction's History, which made us everyone cry. But um, a lot, I had loads of messages saying, oh, well, ours they did when I, I grow die. up. I so you ma- die. Yeah, it's already an emotional wreck that they're leaving primary school. It's that one, or from Rent, that, you know, 525,000, oh, yeah. yeah. minutes. minutes. They do yeah. that one, both, both of them, and... and Matilda, I'm sat in the theatre watching grown men dressed as schoolboys on a swing coming into the yeah, audience, yeah, and yeah. I'm so I'm like, sobbing. Just, oh, I know, but it's sobbing. the um, it's the like it's the hope bit. Isn't and it? there's like, no hope. It's terrible. No, 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 but like so, our kids, our school oh. do a choir locally, and it's um. There's maybe 20 schools involved and the teachers must sit there gleefully. Yeah, You're a teacher, that. so a bit going, right, what are we going to get? Them yeah. with? What are we going to? So they either go for like a couple of 90s bangers because that's going to get everyone up on their seats and really excited. And then they'll throw in, I don't know, or um, Greatest Showman, something from that that gets everyone. Back. And you're just all sitting there going, these kids have no idea what's coming for them because it's life just is coming when and they're just... can eat chocolate every day whatever it's like no mate you can't it's terrible it, it is truly grow don't don't grow up and I'm just yeah. I mean I'm upset now I'm upset for my children I'm thinking of the men on the swings dressed as children peaked hats yeah <laughs> just going like well I've got to come into the audience um any other go. musicals from the 90s that you liked? Little Shop of Horrors was mentioned. That's a great mm, one. No, that wasn't on my list. Guys and Dolls. I, mine was old. Is it Rogers and Hammerstein? Maybe? Guys and Dolls is great. Guys and, yeah. So I so back to the Annie thing. I auditioned to be an Annie when I was about nine. Yeah. The local bigger theatre, not the Cotswold, like not the yeah. Andram Playhouse. And I learned a song from Guys and Dolls. Yeah. Which And I learned a routine from it which one was it oh god it's and the one... people all said sit down no sit down. it wasn't was, that bring back your pearls no take back your <laughs> it was, oh god my brain's totally gone so I learned this song and I learned this routine and then the minute the music started playing I did about three steps and forgot the song forgot the mood and they went don't worry do your song and I could I could just I fell it. apart I fell apart. and all the other girls that were auditioning were from local drama schools and stuff yeah. and I wasn't this is me and my sister had learned a routine Said, I was one of the Boylan sisters. I was the well. This was late. I this was before I this was when I was nine. So oh. when I was 17, that was my comeback. That was my I can still I can <laughs> do wait this. eight years. Yeah, but but um so guys and dolls was, <gasps> we used to watch that a lot. And that is I saw you and McGregor in it. I saw you and McGregor in it as well. He yeah, he's so beautiful. And his voice is it is amazing. Yeah, I saw you and McGregor in a few things because I was mildly obsessed with him. Uh, in a yeah. few little any play you do, I'll be bopping up. Um, who's in the original Guys and Dolls? He's very handsome when Frank you watch Sinatra, that. Marlon Brando. It's Marlon Brando's gorgeous. Oh, they're all beautiful. And they're, again, they're about 50. <laughs> they're not, but they're old. They're not young in I it. think I think in the olden days that people like Frank Sinatra and Fred Astaire, they were born looking 70. 40, yeah. They, yeah, they weird, were born. It? It is, especially Fred Astaire. Also, Gene Kelly's gorgeous. Mm, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. 
um, the on the town and all that. Like, I used to just watch love musicals all the time. Sweet charity. It's all I did. Seven I was, brides for seven brothers. I just that wasn't one of my faves, but I did watch it. But there was nothing else. West on the Side Story. You watched so West, oh, like, West yeah. Side Story. That is yeah. still. I was listening to the soundtrack to that the other day. This is what's a bit weird as a forty-two-year-old woman. I woman every now and then I'm like, what should I listen to? And I'll bang on West Side Story. But I, if you're driving, it might be a bit. But driving, and you can have pelt it out and you probably sound amazing I mean you don't but we went no to mum and dad's recently and Sweet Charity was on the telly have you ever seen that with Shirley MacLaine which yeah. is right from the 60s and me and my sister did a full I mean it must have been about 45 minutes full now show. this was like three weeks ago full really? show to mum dad Erin Eaton Stephen <laughs> and I think they hated every single did you like the Carpenters as well? Of course, I like the Carpenters. Yeah, is that is that is almost like our parents didn't want to put any new stuff on, mm. so they just banged out musicals and Carpenters and Frankson, like all the old stuff, and we just went along with it. So maybe our kids are gonna love all this stuff when they're in their forties. They're yeah. like, oh my god, I my love the Beatles. I love yeah. the Carpenters. Yeah, um, I loved musicals. That was just what I used to listen to and watch, like continuously tell me on a Sunday are you sing with my sister all the time yeah I know him so well there was an Andrew Lloyd Webber one that I just every single song I think I we knew. had the same yeah, yeah. it was because that's why brilliant. all those all those ones you mentioned like Phantom stuff I know a couple of songs from because of that album I reckon and and once from um Jesus Christ Superstar try not to get worried try not to yeah. turn. I knew all of them I just I just loved it was I a nerd possibly but was I happy mm-hmm. yeah I was. And one day, my kids would be on a podcast talking about Hamilton and how they listen to it, baby. (laughs) Did you, so when we went to New York, so there's two places where you can go and they do performances. Ellen Stardust Diner. There's Ellen Stardust. So that's like a daytime, take your family one. The one I went to is called, is it Marie's Crisis? And so it's, but it's downstairs. Mm -hmm. It's like nighttime. So it's, this is at two in the morning. And it's the same thing, but it's people crowding around a piano. Oh my God, this sounds my dream. And and my friend, my best mate, Faye, who lived in New York at the time, and her boyfriend, who I'd not met before, let's just bear that in mind. So this is his first encounter yeah. with me and yeah. Doug. And the four of us went, Doug knew all the musicals and could hold his own. Faye and Wayne, I think, weren't into it, but loved seeing the joy on. And I literally was just stood in front of the piano. Oh, the, ha- the happiest person you've ever seen. And at one point, the woman who I think ran it sat on the piano <gasps> and sang a thingy Joplin. Janice Joplin. Song. I can't. Yeah. And it, but these people had their West End starts. Like I their bet their voices, voices were, were just amazing. amazing. And the guy on the piano and they, and everyone's just singing along. It was one of the best nights of my life. Uh, it was, and it was, but it was the fact it was downstairs. You felt like you were in in there. Oh, you, I just I know I sound really tragic. Smoke. No, I'm there, and I'm sat in Birmingham, and I feel like people be, and I feel like everybody would be swaying, and every single person that plays had a cracking voice. Yeah, and they're all doing just chucking in a harmony. Oh, yeah. chucking! That would be my sister. My sister always bangs in a harmony. Does <laughs> she? Oh my oh, god! Wait, I'm not very good at it unless I've oh, learned, unless I've heard it and learned it. Like. I, I can't I can't just do it oh no my sister's always banging in a harmony that's <laughs> I like it Ellen Stardust Diner is great I always go with my family they hate it and I just sit there and I'm crying, crying. over a woman yeah. in an apron on a broom <laughs> singing wicked 
<laughs> and I'm like looking at defying gravity and then yeah. all like confetti comes and they're like right can we go now yeah <laughs> I just love it there's one Perfect. in London as well you know if you want to take your kids they've got the same it's called theatre diner it? yeah there's a theatre cafe which is just musicals based um and you get you know there's like booths with like musical things on there is a microphone and every time and you can sing a song and every time I threaten my kids like if you get up there yeah. we're, gonna, we're never talking to you again but then the theatre there's a diner where it's just like Ellen Stardust Diner you eat your dinner and they're all walking around singing oh, well because Marie's Crisis the New York one did do it they did like a couple of nights in London oh. a few years ago but I feel like it was all maybe it was during like it was announced before Covid and then oh, maybe it didn't happen no. because of Covid but I that would be Oh God, that would be a great That's night. I don't. Great. I'd almost want to go on my own because I don't know. And oh, we can go. I don't oh, think many of my mates would appreciate it to the same level. I feel <laughs> like in my head, I'm there and I'm swaying. Oh my God, I look so good. I'm in like a like one of my seventies kind of dresses, and I'm swaying. And then there's just some men next to me, and they're just like, "Oh, we'll all be your friends," and it's just going to be brilliant. Everyone was mates. That's what was really fun. Everyone were. bonded over the arms music. around each other. So a one lot day of gay more. Men, oh my God, yeah. obviously, that just sounds yeah. oh, the dream. Well. Musicals, what a delight! I'm going to ch- check if there's any anything else we've checked. We've done Les, uh, Les Mis. You didn't watch Fame, which has made me sad. Um, Cry Baby, few... did you ever watch that? Yeah, Johnny Depp. Not yeah, quite, yeah, not and one. Hairspray. They were they were all kind of a, a, a they were a bit weird, weren't they? There was a yeah. kind of weirdness to them. But yeah, I no, it's I not like I the... wanted pure. I wanted love and tragedy. That's yeah, what I wanted, but in a pure so, way. They're so tragic. And Dina Carroll, if you're listening. <laughs> We thought you were great. We thought you were. I still think you were. I haven't thought about you for quite a while, but from I'm, as soon as I perfect, yeah, I'm going to go and listen to my mum. Usually, year. will ring me on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve and stuck at start start with a ring out the old. The old. Yeah. Oh, it's so maudlin, isn't it? Ring out the old. Oh, ring lovely. Well, thanks the for coming. On the... <laughs> That's still going. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on and discussing all things musicals if you are listening please feel free to direct message me and tell me your favorite musical because i could talk about it to Stephen, but he hates it <laughs> he ain't like doug yes. i feel relieved that doug i think it might be one of the things that actually sealed the deal he only likes hamilton Stephen does there's there's not one other and he's sat for one of our first dates was jesus christ superstar he left and was gone for about 40 minutes where have you been? I've been sat at the bar and I've just been sat by myself watching Jesus Christ oh Superstar. So it's, it's not his cup of tea. Right, my love, I will see you soon. Thanks very much for um, joining the podcast. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's our car. Thank you. Bye-bye. Just two grown women talking about how much we love musicals. Please let me know if you are the same. Direct message me at Brummy Mummy of Two or the Phone Box Podcast. Don't forget to tag me in where you're listening. Also, do a little review for me that would be brilliant share it take part in the poll it'll be best musicals poll i'll put some sort of musical poll up on spotify take part in that join in with the fun i would love to hear what musical you liked i'm gonna right i'm gonna choose between i'm gonna put on les mis joseph greece and greece too that's what I'm going to put. And you're going to have to choose. And if your answer's not Greece too, oh no, I'm going to change it. Scrap that. Reverse, reverse. I'm going to put Lame is Joseph, Greece, and Annie. That is too tough to call. What would I go with? I'd go for Greece too, but that's not in it. 
I'm going to go with... I don't know. I can't choose. I can't choose. You choose. I can't choose. It's too hard. Make sure you follow the podcast. I will be back next week for another wonderful episode. We've got some good guests coming up. I love you lots. And whatever you're doing this week, have a fantastic time. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.